Ready. Time for the hoops talk. <laughs> hey, Karen, how are you doing? I'm planking my crystals. I just posted that you were doing crystal magic, but I think you thought I said you were doing crystal meth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you're not doing crystal meth. You're doing crystal magic for prep. Magic. Putting yes. them on your temples, right? Right, it feels so good. Right, that's good. That's good. Get you ready for the show. Oh my gosh, it's been a week the since you show. were here in Los Angeles. I know. I miss you already. I had so much fun. Too much I fun. I love being in studio. The mm. showcase was fun. Oh my god, we're gonna we talk got about to that. watch WNBA second round of playoffs. That's right. That's Whoop. right. We have we have a lot to talk about in this episode, and I'm. So grateful that you were able to fly down here and be with us and do all the fun things. And I'm so happy that you can try and do that once a month. It's always fabulous oh, to yeah. have you. Uh, LA, LA second home, baby. Oh, I like that. It, it's a good, and you know, you stay with me. So it's pretty, it's lap of luxury in my place. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Work from pool. <laughs> Uh, it's the standard. It's usually the standard. Well, let's get this show on the road. Um, hi, everybody. Yes. Thanks to everyone that's listening uh, live. As you know, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes, Apple Podcast, or on Spotify, or on Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you'll be able to get an alert that we have a new episode out. I usually try to put those out uh, when I get home in the evening, when this live recording is done. Also, um, please leave us a review. Leave us a review. Leave us some stars. Yes. Show us some love. Um, I can read those out. You know, we love to hear from you guys that you're listening, what you like, don't like, what have you. Um, yeah, be honest, but just give us five stars. Yes. So it's fine. You could say we're like the worst, but we're five star the worst, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think that works. Levels out. Levels out. <laughs> um, also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at the Hoops Talking. We still don't have the ho- at the Hoops Talk, but we're at the Hoops Talking. And you can DM us and you can tweet at us or whatever. Do our questions, polls, comments. We like having the interaction with you guys. Um, we also have a website, thehoopstalk.com. You can buy merch there. Maybe someday we'll have a blog entry. I'm I'm trying, Karen. We're trying to get there. 
Yes. But it's live. It's up. I just had to fill out a form today about a conference that I wanted to attend. And I was like, oh, we do have a website. You know, the questionnaire, I was able to put it in there. So it was perfect. Um, Yeah. So that's it for our first little house cleaning. But uh, we wanted to talk about the showcase that we were in on Saturday. And I, I think that the reason why I definitely want to talk about the good news radio showcase is so that people can feel like that they missed out FOMO. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. FOMO. I want people to feel FOMO because if we, I know we'll probably have another one down the road, but let me tell you, you missed out if you didn't get in on this one. It was so fun and amazing. And yes. our family and friends that were in attendance told us like it was just a blast and all the Good News Radio family and the Good News Radio sports family, the best group of people and energy and po- everybody wanted everybody to win, you know? Yes. It was, it was so, so much good. fun. Keith, he is the studio owner and pretty much the oracle of all this. The heart. The heart, the brain everything uh, for this and um we had an amazing time it was so much fun um karen had a good pickup line uh (laughs) she's not gonna repeat it here (laughs) that was one of the fun um uh competition that we that we had yeah Uh, it was just great it was so great like man i think everybody just felt like it was the fun and the family and supporting one another, uplifting one another, getting to know other, you know, other uh, programs other, that we don't get to talk to yeah. in person. The other hosts. It was really great. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was out of our comfort zone, at least mine, you know. Same. Um, and I'm glad that we grew. It's like a, It was like a growth for us to do something like that. Yeah. Although we were pretty casual. Like we were just like, okay, whatever happens. We're going to fuck up, so we might as well just go and have a fun yeah, with it. <laughs> wing it, have fun. Yeah, exactly. Take a couple shots backstage. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Miss Jax from Ladies yeah. Night Podcast and Show. Yeah. Because you hooked us up with some Jameson, and it was much needed. So appreciate appreciate you for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Liz great. Clarified. It wasn't basketball shots. No. It was Jamie shots. That's right. <laughs> And straight from the bottle because I had no, like, I had no patience to try to find a cup and a chaser and whatever. No. I saw styrofoam cups back there. I said, this is not green. Let me get to the bottle. (laughs) You're like, I don't want my environmental footprint to get bigger by using a styrofoam cup. So I'm just drinking straight out of the bottle. Yeah, it was very, uh, very environmental conscious there. So it was a really, it was a amazing time and just wow I can't wait for the next one and you know honestly like you missed out this was something that I think was very special it's always the first time usually you know has that feeling to it and I think that we all came away with so much more excitement to do more and and better and bigger things and I was so excited to be a part of it so that was fun and you came down for it too which is awesome I know. It was nice. And some other of the podcast folks are from out of town. Yeah. So that was really nice to kind of see people, you know, majority of all the shows represented, mm-hmm. talking to folks, hanging out with mm-hmm. them, watching them get drunk. 
<laughs> and being recognized, you and I, as the first ladies of the Good News Sports Radio. Yes. So yes, that's yes, right. Yes. We are the first ladies came, came in. Um, you know, it. Keith and Michael and, and Jackie, they found us. We found each other and it was just a great fit. So, um, yeah, I think that I feel like Keith almost got tears in his eyes a little bit, you know, like he was getting emotional oh, and I liked it. Like I yeah. can only imagine this is his like baby. You know, I, I know his story as he started, you know, in his own home in his basement and he had this vision and. Uh, just to see that he must be such a proud papa like seeing and everybody embracing it and it was fun so if you missed out you're fucked because <laughs> sorry i don't know there's, yeah. there might be video maybe and maybe it's <laughs> some clips you know you can see clips. but really you should be kicking yourself if you didn't make it out to the showcase because it was a fucking blast and i can't yes. wait for the next one um so you know Thank you for that because it was very awesome, the showcase. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, it was fun. So moving along, I wanted to talk about Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Boop, 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 boop. Yay! I mean, I don't have, do now I, I have a I, question. Yes, tell me. Why is it middle September, middle Girl, October? I, you know, I... That is such a good question. I should have fucking Googled it because I can't remember. Google. Google it. Because I was actually putting my shoes on to get ready to leave my apartment to come here. And I was like, oh, yeah, this shit is like two months. Like they they made it two months. But I'm sure it has to do with some significance of independence or something. I got it. Okay, tell me. I got it. September 15 marks the independence anniversary of five. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Of five countries here. Hold up. Five? Wow. Costa Rica. Okay. Nicaragua, El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala. Wow. Then Mexico's Independence Day is the 16th. Chile is September 18th. And then another important day that falls within the 30-day period is Dia de la Raza. Okay. And that's why. October 12th. Wow. Well, thank you. Wow. So it's all right. Good to know. That is actually excellent to know. And I should have known that. And I knew it had to do with the independence. I just wasn't sure. I didn't know there was five countries. So I am learning something new about yeah. my month. Yes. Uh, and it's actually the best time of the year, to tell you the truth. Let's let's think Ball, about baby. this. Yeah. It's beautiful weather out there. So you're welcome. Um, yeah. Yes, so we're celebrating that. So many good things that I have in the agenda to talk about because I wanted to kind of roll this into our Women Crush Wednesday segment. Yes. But before we do that, I just wanted to uh, give, a, give a shout out to the Tamarindo podcast because, and they're also Women Crush Wednesday, um, because yes. they were named one of the best Spanish and Latino podcasts for learning and laughing on Oprah dot com the op the mag dot com that's fantastic that's awesome, man oh my god I would be crying I would be crying uh, crying crying I mean that's just wow they got I believe they got nominated I listened to their last episode if you listen to the last episode they talk about they were nominated by some a listener and they made the list and it's great I'm telling you it. they're great listen to them um 
they made this list. There's a lot of really good podcasts on the list. So if you are looking for these lists, um, they're also, some of them are in Spanish as well. So, you know, so you have that um, if you prefer to listen to something in Spanish. And um, they did a really funny episode where they were talking about college and they played all this like college, <laughs> the music they're listening to in college. And I think someone had like, not Juliana Hatfield, but it was funny. You, you got to listen to it. So yeah, so somebody in the podcast, okay, yeah. they're on there. I also want to talk about my, like someone who is having, I think, a moment right now. Um, it's Charo. Yeah. So, <laughs> Charo. Okay. So Charo's full name is Maria de Rosario Pilar Martinez Molina Baiza. Okay. Oh my yes. Lord. Yes. That is her full name. But she goes by Charo. And <laughs> I became familiar with Charo from watching Love Boat because she was always coming out on the Love Boat as a passenger. I love Love Boat. Oh my God. She was always a passenger. She had a little tiny like guitarra that she would play and she'd be like, Gucci Gucci. And actually, fun fact, Gucci Gucci is not about sex. Okay. It's not. She told Oprah in in one of Oprah's episode of Where Are They Now specials because Oprah had, oh. has done that. That Gucci Gucci or actually Gucci was the name of her dog. That was half St. Bernard, oh. half Pit Bull. Oh. And the dog had back problems. So instead of wagging its tail back and forth, it kind of did this wag where it looked like it was humping, like doing kind of like a pelvic thrust or roll, right? <laughs> so that's where she got Gucci Gucci from. So it's really about her dog. And of course, everybody thinks it goes straight to sex. And if you see her, she looks mm-hmm. like a little sex pot. You have to go see her. Oh, my God. Yeah. You should see her on Twitter. Or I'm not Twitter. Well, she is on Twitter, but see her, her Instagram is at official Charo. And she's doing exercises. She tells you, like, how she stays in shape, tips. Wow. Um, eating watermelon, how she eats watermelon, her fruits and vegetables. Uh, she's all... so. I read this um, piece on her in the New York Times a while back that she can't, she was discussing her husband's suicide and his battle with depression and her being someone who was also um, kind of being the caretaker. They have one son together, I believe. And after he passed, she decided, you know, we need to make, take the stigma away from mental health. And she wanted to be an advocate, especially for her community. And so she started doing more uh, like positive um, affirmations and she wanted to put out there. So I think, I mean, I feel like Charo's having a moment. She's going to be in San Francisco. So if anybody is, she's playing the Hearst Theater in San Francisco, I think on the 20th, I saw on her Instagram. Um, Anytime you comment on her Instagram, I mean, if you're true, like don't go and comment just to get like a like, like if you really want to follow Charo, Go get a like. She responds. She likes things. She's super adorable. Aww. She's always like in some juicy couture uh, jumpsuit situation, <laughs> For sure. or like a really like you know fitted uh, bod bodcon uh, dress. 
And she's talking about how she eats fruits and vegetables and you'll see her on like her trainer or on her, you know, on her like ellipse, elliptical trainer or on her treadmill. That's so funny. With her yeah. hair done up, like massive hair and full makeup, full makeup, but bosoms, bosoms up, you know, bosoms up. <laughs> it's quite a delight. Like I got to tell you, she is a very, uh, she's a fun break, a joyous break to have like in your Instagram feed. You know, she's just feels very genuine and I would love to go see her in concert. I mean, I, I only know her coochie coochie song. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know anything else she's saying, but I'm willing to like, I saw like something on YouTube with her and she kind of does like a, kind of like a one woman show situation because she plays yeah. guitar. She knows all kinds of instruments too. She's, oh my God. She is such an amazing guitarist. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking how fast she is. It's just insane to watch her. Yeah. Yeah. She said, it's funny because she had a quote on that Oprah Winfrey or actually no, on the, one of the YouTube uh, videos I found of hers where she says Gucci Gucci is always for money Gucci Gucci showed me the way to the bank <laughs> <laughs> so Gucci Gucci oh. it's money oh money Gucci Gucci I think she's fantastic her ha- go ahead her Twitter handle is Charo Gucci Gucci so not official okay. like on Insta yeah on Insta it's at if official anyone wants Charo. to follow She's awesome. I mean, and I thought she would be like a fun rate of light to talk about during the Hispanic Heritage Month. She's just like, you know, because I looked up, I tried to find athletes, you know, from Mexico, because well, I'm Mexican. And so I was trying yeah. to look for like my, you know, roots. And I think I found three basketball players from Mexico. Most of those, most of them are Spain. Like they try to like, they're like, oh, they're Spain, uh, so we're just gonna lump them in, you know, to the full yep. like breadth of Hispanic. The the diaspora, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which uh, it's funny because I just went to go see um, Latin History for Morons with John Leguizamo. Ooh, it's so yes, fucking interesting, did. and he gives you like a reading list, and he because the whole I mean the whole show is about like how his son is getting bullied, and he needs to write his son needs to write a paper about. Uh, role models, you know, in the Hispanic community, and he's having like a hard time finding anybody. So John Leguizamo like starts doing research to try to find someone he can write about, and he talks about the Aztecs and the Mayans and all that stuff. It's re- it's actually quite interesting, but um, it's funny because he said the Aztecs. The reason why the the Spain the Spaniards beat the Aztecs was germs. Oh shit! Right. What? Because they, like their city was built with a moat around it, and they were like fucking kicking the ass of these Spaniards. But then, I guess uh, whoever Cortez like made a pack with Montezuma, and Montezuma let him in, and it was really the germs that killed all of them. That's so crazy. That's, they didn't have the Vicks Vapo back then. <laughs> they did it to put on their feet in the socks. <laughs> they needed the Vix Vapo, El Vix. They needed to put that. Yeah. See, that's why. <laughs> El Vix. <laughs> <laughs> they needed the sal de uvas. You know, they needed that, that. They didn't have it. They weren't that advanced. We got, you know, that was our. Uh, no medjas, no fucking bits. <laughs> <laughs> they needed the Vapor Rub. And uh, maybe that's how they could have uh, stopped all the germs. But. Maybe. Block it out, right? Right? I mean. Got the whole body in it. 
Fuck, my grandma used to slather us with that, and then she would get like a ta- like a toya and use a iron to heat it up, <laughs> and then put oh it on. God. Yeah, it was intense. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> but we'd be cured, I guess. I mean, we'd pass out from the menthol. Mm-hmm. From the heat, yeah. <laughs> and we'd wake up here. So there you go. Something, something was working. Um, yeah. So Charo, going back to Charo, she is a doll. Go check her out. She is amazing, and I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, you know, you should learning if about Charo. She's in town, you should. You should. If she's in town back in LA, you should talk to my sister because. My sister worked on Surreal Life, so she oh. and Charo was on there, so she she might still have some Charo connect. Oh my gosh, I will have to look that up because I tried to see if she was playing yeah. somewhere nearby, and I didn't see her playing any. So, I think she's ramping yeah. up. I think we're going to be. I think she's going to be a moment. I think we're ramping up to Charo being a moment. So I want. I'm here for it. Love it. <laughs> I'm totally what here I- for it. Why not? Why the fuck not? moment. I love it. Right? Charo. Coochie coochie moment. Coochie coochie. So I know we have another Woman Crush Wednesday that we want to Hell. talk about. I'm going to play, yes. play something super quick. See if you can get this. Yes. Mm-mm. Okay, so fucking J Lo, what? What? I mean. Bish is in Oscar nomination talk. Yes, this role, that body, uh, she killed it. Murdered. Uh, I was murdered. I was murdered. I died murdered. and I came back to life several times. So many times. I laughed, so many times. I cried. I laughed again. I cried again. It's I mean, murdered. it's murder. It's murder. We're talking about hustlers, people. If you have not gone see, okay, so right now, spoiler alert, you may, we may spoil some. So you, if you haven't seen it, you might want to scrub. I'm telling you this once, Back I'm going to tell up. you it again. Go fucking see it. Scrub it. I don't care. But hustlers, that's what we're going to talk about right now because Women Crush wins it. Everything about this goddamn movie, okay? It is J-Lo. It is uh, Constance Wu, who is problematic. Not going to lie to you. She's a little problematic with that whole Twitter yes. situation. But Same. Cardi, Lizzo. I mean, the, the whole crew that came out in this. It was uh, the screenplay, or actually the original piece was written by a woman, um, Jessica Pressler, who was talking about hustlers that scan people at scores. Um, the screenplay... And the director was a woman, Lorene Scafaria, and the soundtrack. And I oh, mean, it's just—I <laughs> mean, the soundtrack alone is like next Are you level. Play? This is the one Are I you thought play would I be. Think you're play? Well, I don't know. This is another little little one from the soundtrack. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm, 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 
I mean, Brittany is, she's going to have a moment. I think she's coming back with a moment, too. Yes, yes. And that song just makes me want to dance like a drunk white girl. (laughs) Right? You just want to flip your hair and coochie coochie out. You're just like, yes. (laughs) Uh, It does things. It gives me feelings. It It gives me white girl feelings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But the uh, the other what do you think I was gonna play? Was when fucking when Usher came in, girl, <laughs> that whole scene cracked was me. It was excellent. excellent. It was because I mean I think this was taking place like in the aughts, right, or the early aughts. Like when it was 2008, happening. 2007, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Which is like a weird time. It's like a weird time in music too. You know, we're g- that was. Yeah, so I mean, but the, the they have some great song. You know, it's funny because a lot of people are well, not a lot of people, but some of the critics that I've heard talk about this movie, they they refer it to Goodfellas, and you know they call it like the female Walter Whites. But you know, I have I thought about it because I heard those I heard those comparisons prior to going in to see the movie and then I went to see the movie which by the way I saw it on a Monday afternoon I thought that it would be empty it was not um oh. <laughs> and an older caretaker rolled her older white lady in a wheelchair to the front to watch hustlers <laughs> with an, a super old man that was with them and they proceeded to talk um, oh, which no. I'm like, whatever, you know, <laughs> I'll just move a little bit farther down. And she was also looking at her iPhone. But some of the stuff I was like, uh, this is they're into it. They were into they got like quieted yeah. down. Let's just say there were some parts where they were silent. <laughs> OK, good, good. I bet. <laughs> well, I told you, I think I told you over the phone, the people next to me were a dad and like a son from mid, like middle oh my school God, age. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't, I hope he learned something from this. And my sister was like, what, not to trust a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong there. We're so famous. like, you know, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, I, um, this is, I mean, it's based on, like I said, we said it's based on a true story that was written about Jessica, written by Jessica, Jessica Pressler for The Cut in 2015. And it's about strippers who um, had clients that were Wall Street guys that came into the, yep. or actually they didn't, they didn't actually go into, they knew them from the club originally. And right. then they knew, um, they knew from the club originally, and then when the recession happened, they weren't coming into the club or they're being super cheap. So um, the club ended up like finding, um, you know, strippers that were more, you know, would do more for money, uh, like blow jobs and that kind of stuff. And so to not do that, they decided to do this thing called fishing, where they would go and they would drug a guy at, you know, they're all out. And then they would bring the guy into the club and get a take from the club and it just escalated. So, you know, as I was saying, the comparisons to Goodfellas and the female Walter Whites is what I have been reading. But I don't think that's really fair because I think that it sets up an expectation of something different than what you see. Right. Like extra violent. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, like I think because Goodfellas is such that's heavy, you know, that's like a heavy comparison to make. Not to say that it's not of that caliber. It's just different. I think of it more as them being Jane Austen characters. You know, I think of them more being like of Pride and Prejudice characters, you know, the Bennett sisters, or I think of them being of that because they're really about women who have been forced to. Uh, you know, deal with men in their their status, you know, where their where their position is in life, and they've decided we're not going to do this anymore. You know, we we yeah. want to elevate ourselves, and they, they they do it by this scam that they run. But that's if you think about Jane Austen. A lot of those women are like, so all I can be is a fucking wife or a wit oh, a spinster. Like they they're told like to that they're only allowed to have like one or the other path and then of course if they get married they become a mother and then a housekeeper um so when you think about elizabeth bennett who is in pride and prejudice or you think of emma or you think a lot of these uh protagonist heroic women in jane austen novels they decide that they're going to hold the cards to their own future and they're going to they're going to figure out how they want to control what they can in this path that they have that they've been assigned to you know so I think if you think about it more that way you can come at it with the tenderness that it deserves as opposed to wanting that violent streak that you get from a Scorsese film or I don't know that's my take on I I agree I agree. I was talking to a friend actually today at lunch and I told her about it and I said you have to watch it and and to give you background, this is one mm. of my close friends who was SF State, feminist studies, like all mm. this stuff. And for her, she struggled because she was like, you're going to finally have a powerhouse of women of color starring in a film. Mm. And it's going to be about stripping. So she had an issue about that. Mm-hmm. And I told her I did at first, but I had such good reviews, how it's almost like a modern day Robin Hood, you know, mm. like these women are robbing the people that made the fucking stock market crash. Right and get their dirty money mm-hmm. and they're there to pay their grandma's mortgages off and mm-hmm. feed their children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, that's that one piece of element. And I said also to it, the dynamic that they have with the women, because like, if you think about stories or how uh, misogynistic society tries to beauty pageant us women and think that we're going to be catty when we have to be in an environment, mm-hmm. especially if you think of like a strip club. And I remember reading this in the cut article it actually promoted them to get together more and group up because mm. one girl might not be able to convince a guy to pay her, but three women, oh, men mm. can't resist if they're all <laughs> grinding each other. So they always kind of grouped up to got, you know, right. get the little extra. Right. And um, that, that relationship, I know Constance is problematic for me. Yeah. But I have to give it to her because the reason she even got the role she mm. did for Fresh Off the Boat was she wrote a letter explaining why she should have had the role when they already denied it to her. Mm. So I'm going to have to give her that. Okay. But in here, yeah, she's she's a little problematic and stiff for me. But her relationship, the character relationship between her and J-Lo, mm, uh, that, no. I mean, duo of the ages. Like that's a classic yeah. legendary duo that I think I'm, it, it's like Bonnie and Clyde, right? You're. I feel like I'm always going to remember that dynamic, you know. And what I also liked about the movie is that, you know, a lot of times there is a certain style of that era or of what we consider that person, 
you know, a person who is an exotic mm. dancer or a yeah. stripper. That, and a lot of other movies make it cheesy, but I don't feel like they made it cheesy. You know what I mean? Like no, when they were out, sure. like buying, like some of those dresses, I'd be like, if I were, I'd rock some of those dresses. You know, I don't think that like oh, it's yeah. a stripper look and stuff. So that was yeah. interesting too. Um, also, how like there was nudity, but it wasn't like someone getting like rammed from behind or getting like, you know, the booty bump or you know it's just it was it was not violent to women's bodies which was really refreshing um and I think it it brought joy to the yeah with the cast it was so tasteful like to watch JLo's like pole scene you know when she first comes out like everything was so tasteful like it I've been to strip clubs like it was and the way they like slow mode the men mm-hmm. and and they'll portray them, but I mean I've been at strip clubs where it's just like a creepy gaze, like Ugh. <laughs> and and then I don't know everything, just the way they right. set it up, like costumes, everything. It was so refreshing to see a female gaze into that world versus yeah. like men behind the camera. Like it was yeah, just yeah, phenomenal. I think yeah, I J Lo, J Lo. I mean I think J-Lo. like Fuck. a pivotal scene, like the heart of that movie really is the scene where they're in the roof and you know she's like climb into my fur and she pulls of the fur oh. and I mean that has like entendres to it as well because she's all climb into my fur and she like opens yeah. her coat and spreads her legs and but it was great it was great I recommend people go out and see it and think I mean my tip just the tip would be think of more yeah. Jane Austen you know, don't set yourself up for a Goodfellas movie. These women like nope. have relationships and heart and tenderness that are not what you see when males dominate the scene in crime. Yes. You know, yes. it's a softer sell. Uh, and it, I thought like, fuck, I do a lot of those things. I would go out and shop and I would hang out for Christmas and I would like do a lot of those things, you know, as friendships. Um, Gucci bag, Louis Vuitton, oh, yeah, baby. Absolutely. The furs, yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. Now you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get a mother bird vibe from that scene. That's the that's the vibe I oh, thought. Yeah. It was like coming to my wing. Well, you knew from there on they were. That's how they were going to forge the relationship. There's it, okay. We're going to put a lot of these note like links in the in the podcast. But honestly, there there is a video of J Lo learning how to do the stripper pole you know there was like uh, she had to do a a full like class for that there is the piece by Jessica Presler there is all the music that you could probably find on YouTube because it was amazing um and Mm -hmm. I think we're looking at an Oscar pick I gave it five bags of popcorn (laughs) (laughs) total Oscar pick This is a pivotal song, guys. So go and see Hustlers, J-Lo. She is our huge Women Crush Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, let's step into our next huge, huge topic, which is the WNBA. Woo! 
Oh my god. Oh my god, yes. guys. We are in the heat of the WNBA action and I'm so fucking excited. And I mean, this whole like episode, like we talked about hustlers and I think like this like just segues perfectly into what we're trying to bring up here because a lot of these women that we admire are hustlers and I think the WNBA Hell is yeah. like filled with these fucking hustlers you know that are out there they're winning and they're doing it i fucking love it i love it so karen and i went to our first wnba together i've gone but it was me and karen and karen's sister one of our number one fans my first live her first live game we went to go see an elimination game at staples centers la sparks hosting the seattle storm and the sparks won hands down like it was a great game 20 20 points yeah it it was a really great game and i think that i was hoping that that would give a momentum for you know the the semifinals which they moved on to yeah um and we'll get into that but the the game was great of course you know we got a really good seat almost courtside saw a lot of like people magic johnson and cookie johnson were there uh vivica fox there she's always there she like sponsors um the WNBA with her wig line she has a wig line and she (laughs) buys ads vivica a fox wig Yep. Company. <laughs> yep. She had, um, you know, so um, there's a lot of people there. I, again, you know, I we went to the shop. I mean, what was your, I mean, I've been there before. Like, maybe you tell us your experience because this is the first time for you being at Staples, you being at a WNBA game, you being at a playoff game for, tell us, like, what, what, what was your expectations and then how did they deliver? It was disappointing because I've done regular season basketball. I've done playoff basketball. And with the Warriors, you know, they have the special playoff tee that's on every fucking seat. There's special playoffs. Like, I feel like there's always even every week there's a special new merch. And it was just disappointing that it was like a small section. And I'm just like, no, I don't like these shirts. Right. Well, uh, like you're you're and it's a playoff game. Yeah. Like, why is it there more? And then, you know, we saw cups and we saw towels and we were like, oh, maybe those are season ticket holders. But that's some fun, quality merch that they could have put out. You know, they got extra somewhere. They got to do. I Again, it's something we always come back to is the fact that if you want to make money, you got to put money in. And like, I don't feel like the NBA is putting enough money in because fuck, these girls are these ladies are hot right now. I mean, we'll get to the Hemby shot, but like yeah. even watching them live was like, and even on TV, you're just like, Ooh, whoa, hey, quick. And then watching them live, you're just like, fuck, what athlete? Amazing. Right. And it's just, it's such a disappointment because then it's like, where's this excitement? Where's this hype that I come for basketball games to and the support? And it was just like, yeah, like limited food. It was, it just, you get so excited and you get there and you're like, Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Uh, It was a bummer. It's a bummer that they don't have like the merch. I think they try to at least staff it a little more heavily. Um, although like there was that issue at the end of the game with the guy who ran up on Cheney and NECA and that man was doing pushups on the side of the court prior to making his, you know, leap. For what? Like, why? Trying to impress the ladies? Like, what are you? I think that's the thing, too. It's like, they're not, I don't think they're prepared with how big they're getting. They're not prepared. And then, 
And and then there's always those creepos, right? That want to yeah. stalk women and be all crazy. They weren't like, I feel like the people that attend or not attend, but I feel like the staff really isn't present. Like they're not, they're like, look, I'm coming to, cause I work at the Staples Center. Not because I, and I'm not saying like they have to be Sparks fans or NBA, WNBA fans, but I'm sure the people that work for the Lakers or the Clippers, they're, you know, they have some investment with the team. Um, I've seen very lax, um, you know, security or ushers around there. I don't know. I just get the feeling sometimes that they're just like, whatever, we don't want to be here. It's not like the top caliber show that, you know, they want to be there for. I mean, the the semifinal game. So anyway, backtracking. Um, the game was great. Our seats were great. Oh, yeah. The, you know. Great. You, you got a, I think you got like a, a pretzel, Wetzel pretzel. And oh, delicious. <laughs> delicious. And we, uh, we were just, we were in it. We were, you know, cheering. And they didn't have their regular DJ, though. And I forget what their DJ is, but they didn't have the regular DJ. And that's a shame because he's really great. And this one was not as, um, I mean, he was fine, but he just, he wasn't as interactive to the crowd like as usual. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's funny because at first I always complained the DJ did a little too much with the crowd. And now I'm like, oh no, you know what? It wasn't that bad to begin with. <laughs> I actually kind yeah. of miss him. Um, but we were there at the game and they won and they moved on to the semi. Uh, Sue Bird was there with her team. I didn't see her. I didn't see Megan. Rapino, I didn't see her there, uh, but she traveled with her team. They were eliminated because it was a one-game elimination, and so the Sparks went on, moved on to face the Sun, and they lost yesterday. The team is they're fair. I feel like they're fairly uh, compatible to one another. The thing with the Sun yeah. is last season they did not make it out of the, the elimination game. So they did not play like a series and okay. they also had Cheney. So apparently when they went, oh. cause they, they hope, so they were, they were uh, in second place and they hope, so they hosted the sparks. So apparently whenever Cheney got the ball, like people booed, which is, you know, that's pretty much what happens. Cause Typical. they think apparently the rumor is that she asked to leave and some that she asked. To, well, I don't know. What do you think? She says she didn't ask to leave, but then she asked, to leave. Oh, oh I, I know it was she said it's not that I didn't want to be there it's just that I wanted to be in LA so I could be closer to my uh, family and my sister and that kind of stuff. and I'm like well that's still kind of like asking to be transferred true but we know how it is too it's not like these ladies make a ton of money where mm. they can travel all the time or get amazing accommodations yeah so I it's like I would I bet we get in our you know in corp world, I bet we get better benefits traveling for work than they do. So I can kind of see where she's like, I really like you guys, but I miss home. And I want to be closer to home because it's not like I'm getting jet set at first class after games to go see my right. family. Like, yeah, I don't, you know. Yeah. And I think also I NECA or she was playing overseas, so she didn't even get to see her during the off season or something like that. No, I don't blame her. I mean, I don't blame, I don't blame anybody. Like we go back and forth with this. Like when it got, when it, Player, male or female, doesn't matter, uh, or whatever they identified, does not want to be on a team. I have no, I have always said, then leave. Like, to me, I'm not going to be heard about it. Because with or without 
that player, um, I'm still going to be a fan of my team. You know? Right. Exactly. And people will change their minds. People have to like have work life balance where they can get it. So I don't have, I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, uh, why boo? Like, I don't even know why booing is necessary. It's just like, you really should just move on. But hey, you know what? People want to be in their feelings about shit. So yeah, want to be sure. petty, they fine, do. whatever. Um, so they did move on. They play, they lost to the sun. Um, they're very, they're very compatible. The next game is going to be tomorrow again at the sun, uh, wherever the connect, the Mohegan sun, I believe that's where they play. And right now there it's one Oh, so it's potential. They're coming. They could come back to, uh, cause they're playing in long beach. They're not playing at the Staples, they're playing at the college in long beach. Yeah. We saw that. So they yeah, could come back to long beach and, and it could be a sweep. If the, if the sun win Ooh. tomorrow and then they win in long beach, that's it. That's the run for the sparks, which I hope is not, I'm taking the sparks all the way. Nope. I'm going to just say sparks all the way. Um, sparks all the way. Sparks all the way, baby. Uh, so that's baby. happening. And then on the the other game, which I got home in time to watch, was oh my god! You know, a lot of people are putting like, you know, a lot of people have um, the the aces because. So anyway, I, I don't want to give it away before I tell the story. But so I got home as watching the game. It was the um, Chicago Sky. And the Las Vegas Aces. And I was fairly fucking surprised uh, with the Chicago Sky. Like, I guess I underrated them. And I was, like, surprised that they came out of the first. uh, I think I put them down anyway. But I was like, hmm, you know, maybe. Because I like the players. I like the the team. And it looked like they were going to win. And then out of nowhere... A fucking miracle shot. And I have the play here. So we're talking. Oh, my God. It's 92-90 Chicago. And they're in Las Vegas. playing Las Vegas because uh, I believe Chicago was five seed. And uh, the Aces are a three seed. No, four seed. Four seed. And it's the fourth quarter. And there's 13.4 seconds. So I have here. Let's see if we can hear this. Vandersloot. Looks at the clock. Okay, before I so the uh, Chicago is going to inbound it, right? And of course, yep. naturally, they want to foul the player so they get them to the line and they ha- get possession of the ball. So what Vandersloot is trying to do here is dribble far out enough so that she's not going to get fouled. Okay, and uh, this is so this is what she's trying to do here. So let me play this. Daring them to Fowler. That's a dangerous pass. Hamby. <laughs> so what you don't see, you guys got to find this on YouTube. We'll put the link out. What you don't see oh, is, yeah. So Hamby is, there's somebody, it's, I wish I could know. Let, let me look at the player's name because I have it written down somewhere. But so Vandersloo is trying to get, away right so she doesn't get fouled she doesn't have to go to the line and then um she starts getting a double team right she's trying to wind down the clock she looks at the clock which is already kind of a bad move and she looks at the clock and that causes her to kind of 
start feeling the double team. And I think it's Cindy Colson who gets involved. Like she, she sees that Vandersloot is pretty far. So she's going to go and help with the double team. And in a panic, that's when Vandersloot decides, okay, I need to throw this to a teammate so that I can have, you know, uh, so I don't get fouled in doing. So it gets into the hands of Hamby. She grabs it. Derica Hamby. And literally like, she doesn't call a timeout. She doesn't try no. to like, because she's at half court. She dribbled like <laughs> two steps away from half court, okay. right at the Mandalay event. Yeah, logo. and like at an angle. Oh, my God. So angle. instead of like trying to get, a t- I don't know if they had a timeout left. Oh, yeah, they had one timeout. Instead of trying to get a timeout left or instead of like dribbling up the court, so maybe she get a layup and a foul, she decides to fucking chuck it. <laughs> It's a total Hail Mary situation. Like, let's see where it goes. It's so crazy. I was eating cheese and crackers and spit out my cheese and crackers. And, like, my cat, like, ran because I was screaming and spitting out cheese. Because I I was just like, holy fucking shit. The fact that it went in was incredible. It was incredible. Incredible. I mean, yeah. The turnover to the shot, it's like, what just happened? Yeah. I was uh, amazed. I love what And I watch it. Like, I'm watching the highlight. And, you know, it kind of pissed me off, though, because I was watching the game. And uh, it was on ESPN2. And then afterwards, it goes to, I don't know, where the fuck, the, some baseball game or something. But I'm like, why aren't they, like, going to a highlight reel? Or why aren't they talking more about yeah. this fucking shot? I mean, this was... Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I, I, I mean, even. I remember too. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, even Hamby would look shocked. She looked shocked that it went in. Asia Wilson yeah. looked shocked that it went in. Everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. And I'm surprised, like, it wasn't. I don't know. I would just think, just keep talking about it. It's like, well, who cares about the. Put the baseball game in the picture in picture, right? You put it at the bottom. And then you talk about yeah. the whole thing. So, And I remember tweeting, too, because I was just like, I was on Twitter, hoping I could see a bunch of different angles, mm. go to the sports discovery section, see it in the top trending story, and I could find all the like background around it. And nothing. It was like nothing. Julio Jones hit 20 miles per hour on his game-winning touchdown. I'm going to fuck about that. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. Like you were saying earlier when we were talking before the show is like, we don't have we're never looking at shit for football on my personal account no, at then, all i'm always looking the at third story yeah it's like what's I, about mark the soul and fiba i don't give a fuck like <laughs> i figured that the algorithm would know to serve me up the content that i want and that's the content exactly that I want. exactly and then the first woman story in top trending was Bianca Andrasiku's hometown celebrates her with the She the North. I don't. I don't know what you just care. said. I have no idea what words came out your mouth right there. I was so mad, but you know, <laughs> luckily, luckily, WNBA playoff is now trending because it's. I don't know. I but I'm just so mad that that did not. I know. Everyone, all the sports writers, everyone was like, "What?" It was all crazy. The NBA writers, we we follow everything yeah. and. How did it not trend? It's just it was fantastic. Baffled me. It was fantastic. And actually, um, we'll and we'll put this link up. But Shay Serrano did a piece on for the Ringer, 
that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dissects the play and and its import and its importance and its greatness. And that's a fun read. So check that out because he kind of does like per player and the the announcers and uh, it was just super cool. And uh, I believe she won. Did she win? Uh, def- not defense. She won sixth sixth man. She just won something, didn't she? Oh, a WNBA. yeah. I think that's yeah. I forget what she won, but uh, we can look it up. Uh, so, yeah. So that was exciting. They won that elimination game. They went on to play the Washington Mystics, which the game one of that series was on right after game one of the Sparks and the Sun series. I watched both of those games. Um, I was disappointed the Sparks lost. That kind of, you know, put a dagger in my heart because I'm all yeah. Sparks all the way. The I will say that the win for the Washington Mystics to me was controversial. Because I don't know if you had Ooh. a chance to see it, but it was controversial. Cause, I didn't. So at the end, it was like a two-game, it was like a two-game, a two-point to tie, right? Because, uh, oh, actually, let's see. They ended up winning 97-95. So, yeah, so they just needed two points to tie, and they could have gone into overtime. And uh, I think it was Kelsey Plum had the ball, and she ran it to the uh, Aces basketball, and she went up to make the shot and Elena Del Don was right behind her and like bodied her Like you could see you could see it it's pretty visible she like kind of like bodies her which you know would be a foul that was a foul basically she got fouled and the refs didn't call it but didn't get so the mystics won I don't think the mystics should have won that game that was fucking some bullshit that was bullshit to me I mean I don't I mean I I yeah, I, that was that was a really really bad call. That basically now you see the Aces going down a game because of it, because of a call. So, so WNBA can't contest a call like they can't. I think there's one right. You can do at least one in the NBA. Or like- I don't know what ha- it's just. It seemed like all it was just lights out as soon as the the shot was not made and the time ran out. It was lights out. Like no like. They just started running off the 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 court. Dang. Bill Lambeer was viciously screaming, um, and of course, Kelsey Plum was doing her whole like, "Oh my god, you know what? I got fouled." And the other t- the other players just seemed to be like, "Oh, fuck, like look, we got to move on. We got to move on." But I, I don't know. That to me looked like a real fucked up foul. And that did not get called. But I will say that back on both games, like there's so many fouls that like, I'm like, why was that called? And why wasn't that called? There seems to be some inconsistencies in the refereeing, but I don't know. Like, right. And then also too, right. Like that one episode, you talked about how one player just took her hand out and oh, yeah. the ref got all like, ah, technical. Totally. And then I swore there was just random, like, I feel like refs were calling fouls on players that had like a really mean game face. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, she's in her zone. Yeah. She didn't come in and no foul, but you're suddenly looking at her like, you out. Right. No, 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 no. Right. What is happening? Right. Yeah. I, I know, but it happens. You see that happen all the time where refs, they're only human. You want to be like, okay. I mean, they could have at least gone overtime. Doesn't mean that they were gonna 
uh, necessarily win, but at least it should have gone into overtime. I I wholeheartedly yeah. believe that. So same. Uh, so anyway, so the, their game again. Their games are tomorrow. The Sparks is three 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 thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time and six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They will be in Connecticut, and then the Mohegan Sun. That's where they play. And the Mystics and the Aces go on 5.30 PT, 8.30 ET, and they are still in Washington. They talked to the GM of the Mystics, and they built a brand new arena for the Mystics there. So it's like a whole... That's nice. Yeah, it's called Entertainment and Concert Venue. <laughs> like, I looked it up online, and I'm like, no sponsor. So not even like no Petco or Arena or fucking Lady Foot Locker or something. I don't know, but... So it's just called enter, like something like entertainment and convention something something. That goes yeah. on tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that action. Uh, let's see what else. Um, so, yeah, some people are asking. The semifinals are best of five. So right now it's 1-0-1-0. Yeah. Uh, and so in between at the halftime of the first game, the Sparks game, they did the draft. They pulled the draft oh. order. Right. Interesting. So there was no like it was just the GMs. There's no pomp and circumstance. No, no one. <laughs> there's no podium. There's someone like pulling out like cards. No fancy dresses. No fancy dresses. No, no, nothing. Nothing big. It was just like, hey, you know, we're going to pull the order. So this is just the order. OK, this was like when Kuzma was actually, no, that wasn't. Yes, it was. Remember, Kuzma was there to get the order, and then the Lakers got the fourth round pick. So basically, it's like that. But they, you know, they it's like this. You, know, you can see the step and repeat back here. They probably set up someone's conference room with a poster, <laughs> step and repeat of the team, and they just, you know, have a dicky on to make it look like they have a full suit. But it's just like the top half, and they pull the numbers, and the fourth. Round pick went to the Atlanta Dream. The third round pick went to the Indiana Fever. The Dallas Wings got the second round pick, and the New York Liberty got the number one pick. And I mean, they did better than the Knicks with the draft yes. order. <laughs> yes, they, they sure did. Hopefully, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> hopefully, they won't have Nick's mentality, and they'll do something with that. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, they talked to the GM. I forget what his name is, but he was basically saying, like, in his opinion, he's seen that talent is uh, can be quickly added to the team through the draft system. Um, so he's looking forward to like build up his team and they could use it I don't think I mean their odds were like crazy but um, to get it they had the best odds to get it let's just put it that way but um, I what are you trying to show me I can't see that Karen our favorite troll New York basketball exclamation 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 exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> and I, I replied Oh, oh no, it's you. <laughs> uh, actually, it was requested that he talk about this, so that we talk about this because he was excited that New York got the first round pick. You know, I I have not done any, I've been to like, 
like lot like I said, this is our first season with the WNBA, so we've been pretty much locked into regular season and in the playoff season. So I don't know too much about what who the prospects are out there. I don't watch college basketball of any no, gender or identifying uh, gender college ball or college football. College nothing. I don't watch college nothing. So I don't. Do you know. think it's because of our non-traditional college experience? Like, possibly. I went to a bunch of junior college in a state. I went to junior college, but they had program. they did have a they had an athletic program. I mean, when I was in high school, we had the Wildcats, and it was a huge football. Like football was huge in Watsonville. We had we the Watsonville Wildcats. Um, we had the whole homecoming and the parade and all that stuff. So it was kind of a big yep. deal. Um, yeah. I was not like cheer squad or anything. I mean, a lot of my friends that were into that. So I would go to the games to do that. But I mean, be quite frank, we were just all like in fucking giant, like big wheel trucks, like drinking like whatever beer we could find and <laughs> smoking out. So we weren't very, we weren't really there for the game. We were there for like to yeah, watch, just hanging out, get high graduating. underneath the bleachers and then go. I'm, I mean, really, I wasn't, I didn't even go to any games. I don't think until I was a junior in high school. Um, cause I was super not cool or anything like that. So my friends that were more into it, they dragged me. Um, but so I was never really, and I was, like I said, I never really liked, I was on the swim team and I did love to watch the polo team, the men, the boys Ooh. polo, that girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> trap. Those are traps. You know, <laughs> that I was into. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't, I, I, my school, I went to art school and I went, so I don't know. But no, I've never been attracted to any type of college sport. So it could be that we just weren't exposed to it. Yeah, same. None of my family played college athletics. I mean, mo- most of my family didn't really even go to college. So let alone do college athletics. Um, so yeah, but. So I don't really have information on who, like, is available for the draft or what they're looking for for the draft. But that's something that we can, like, look into more when that that's coming up. But right now, we are totally locked and loaded on the playoffs. So, uh, and these semifinals. Let's see what else. Oh, another thing that came up, again, when we've talked about it, is the NBA travel. So, they oh, have, good. <laughs> yes. So, we are, ke- we are keeping dialed in to the real bitch that is the travel all season long. We've been talking about the travel, about teams being stranded, about just the whole shittiness of the experience of the WNBA travel. So it's for the uh, playoffs. They have playoff travel where the new commissioner, um, you can find the statement, the WNBA statement online, but they chartered private planes for the playoff for the semifinals so not really the playoffs some of the semifinals. and i have a piece i have here let's see if i can get it okay so here is derek fisher being asked by miriam swanson she's a journalist uh covering w the nba for lost WNBA and nba uh for um los angeles to you know asking him what he thought about the travels so this is what he has to say you know i do think it'll help with recovery I do think it'll help to give whoever the teams are facing one another uh, the best chance to have a great performance on Tuesday night which is what the fans deserve and the players deserve the opportunity to go out and perform at their best and 
that's ultimately what all of this stuff is about. It, it, everything should be with that in mind. That every time the player steps on the court, she's had every opportunity to be her best self. And um, I think that's something that can help. So that's what he had to say. It's funny because when you watch the video and they say, like, how do you feel about the NBA travel? And he's like, uh, like he kind of goes like shrugs and like he even says, like, well, I mean, we have to change some shit around for and he doesn't say that. But, you know, he, what he's saying is like it kind of fucked our travel plans that we already had in place for this last minute. Like, hey, we're going to get you plane. Um, so that happened. And he was talking about um you know, what I, I think what I really hit me, and I don't know, Karen, what you think about his statement, but what really hit me was how he said, you know, it's what the fans deserve. You know, the fans deserve players that are fresh and ready yep. to be focused without having to Agreed. deal with that. You know, it's kind of like we want to see, we want, we also want them to be healthy and um, really ready. And something as small as that, I think, makes a huge difference. I I just don't, I don't know what angle they're going to have to take for them to be serious about this stuff. I don't either. I mean, they work their ass off. They get underpaid. The, like, pull the money out of the NBA. Don't tell me y'all yeah. are struggling over there. Right. And, I, we're, and we're not taking, we're not saying that you have to take it from players. That's not, yeah. you know. I mean, the, didn't the Warriors just build their entire mm. like arena with their own money? No city money whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, there's money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't come at me, right? <laughs> but Warrior, but Bay Area, please let's look. Can we build our own WNBA team or buy one? We can yeah, buy seriously. They got the colors. Please. Seriously, I totally agree. They can do it. I have a feeling that a WNBA team in San Francisco would do very oh. well. It'd be so lit. It would do very Or do it in Oakland. Use the Oracle Arena and make that for WNBA. I know. I think they're getting rid of it. Really? Because they're moving the A's. And as you know, the Raiders are moving to Vegas mm. next year. Mm. So, And the Warriors moved this year. So I don't know. Mm. They, can use the Chase, they, they can use Chase Center. Come yeah, on. yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I think everybody was excited. That I know that in social media, a lot of people were showing, you know, them on their private charter plane and, you know, people were into it. And that's great. You know, you want to have that feeling like you're worthy. You know, you're working your ass off and yeah. you're worthy. So I was really happy for them. But I do think, you know, it is a step in the right direction. You know, I'm hoping that this just has a moment, momentum for that. And I know like the... Uh, the WNPA is becoming more of a support system. They talk about that in the athletic. And then another piece that you could look up on the athletic is time for an upgrade, why the NBA needs to pay for WNBA teams to fly private. It's by David Aldridge at the athletic. So there's a, there's like a few good pieces that came out in the athletic recently because, you know, the WNBA is hot right now. It's a hot topic. Um, fire everybody's talking about it um so i'm looking for i don't know if i'm gonna go to long beach because that's about a two-hour drive and it's gonna cost me 50, and plus it's on my husband's birthday and i don't think he wants to go to the WNBA. i mean i know he loves doing the WNBA and going with me but it's not like hey what do you want to do for your birthday drive me because i ain't gonna drive to long beach <laughs> 
pay for my tickets. Yes. <laughs> Buy me the concession stand food and a t-shirt and then and beer, and then I'd be too drunk to drive, so drive me home and happy birthday. I don't think it's going to fly. So no, we'll no, be watching not, it not at good. home. Yeah, not, not going to happen. So that's all we had for WNBA. I mean, I'll ha- put some stuff on Instagram, but did you have anything else? I mean, you had a, we went to the game, and I thought it was great, and I hope the sparks, like, all the way, baby. Yeah, and I was just, it was so great to be there, and I wish I could have brought Ollie. She would have had a great oh, yeah. time. That's another reason why I want a Bay Area uh, WNBA team, man, because, right. like, we've got a lot of little girls here ready to watch. Yeah. So. That's true. It's, it, it's so important. The WNBA is really important, and so is the representation of, uh, you know, sports for for all genders. I think that's important. Um, as we're moving on to hustlers, well, I would say Derricka Hamby is a hero. Um, oh man, that's yes, and like, that shot too. That was a one-legged it's, shot. It's insane. Woo! She was a total hero in that I game. Um, I think J Lo is a hero, even though she's a hustler in this movie. But hero, a, a true, true hustler. We're moving on to a true, oh. true oh, hustler. No. Oh, no. We're talking about the big ball of brand, baby. We're talking about the balls. You got the balls. We're going to talk about the The balls. The ball family. The ball family. So I, I, you know, I don't watch. So they have a show on Facebook. Facebook Watch. I don't watch it. I remember no, visiting I my friend I'm who I remember visiting my friend who um, works at Facebook up the you know in Playa, and he was like, "Yeah, look, we get all this ball BBB merchandise, um, which is coveted, right? Because ironically, people fucking love that shit. Because um, you did hear when uh, Lonzo talked about he's all real talk. His trainer had to have." Uh, extra pairs of big baller brand sneakers on the on court side because the the sneakers he would wear them and they couldn't last like more than a quarter and he'd have to put like new sneakers on so he was like real talk that shit it was going down so as I was looking around for you know I mean this could really live in sweaty sweaty and petty which you know I'm gonna maybe put in sweaty and petty but TMZ Sports aired a clip that came out on Facebook Watch of LeVar Ball's show where he is talking about, they're talking about potentially them rebranding BBB because as you know, there is a lot of baggage uh, because of their um, the allegations of the, their ex-partner, Alan Foster, st- stealing millions from the family. And so they have like a marketing uh, biz- or they're a business partner named Chris Rivers who's like saying like, hey, you know what? <laughs> have we thought of maybe rebranding? Like maybe we need to change the name. And, you know, you and I have worked and work. Yep. Maybe. I don't want, you know, I'm yep. not going to say anything, but... Where there is such this attachment for something that is just like no longer has any cachet per se. Okay. 
And these conversations, they need to be had because, you know, there's a lot of uh, when you're branding, right? So they had a very candid conversation about this on their show. And here's a little clip of it. Uh, It's basically the business partner, Chris Rivers, presenting the argument to LeVar and Lonzo. And there's another person in the, the show about changing the name. And this is in true chef's kiss reaction to that. Here we go. Hell no, I wouldn't change the name. I'm just saying from a marketing standpoint. From a marketing standpoint, regardless of what it is. I'm just saying, that's yeah. my opinion. I'm no, just I'm, asking a question. I'm just saying. Triple B is always going to be the name. On the fact that it also stands for the three ball brothers. I'm not changing that at all. What's your opinion on that? I don't give a about his opinion. So basically, at some point, Lonzo is like, looks to the business partner and is like, well, what's your opinion on it? And LeVar then responds with, he doesn't give a fuck about their business partner. Okay, so it goes on. It's not very long. I just want to hear. But no, no, no. Listen to me, son. When I come up with a name. So Lonzo's also saying like, hey, I'm, can we just hear him? Can we, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear. I want to have a conversation about this. Can we just, I just want to hear. Okay, so. Then, okay, this is where it goes off the rails. So hold on. Buckle up. Buckle up, folks. This is where it goes off the rails. Okay. Then somebody tell me to change it. That's like me telling me to change your name. That's like people saying, oh, hey, change Lonzo's name to Alfonso on the fact that he's been damaged goods for the last two years. Okay. So. <laughs> Damn. That's some fucking parental shade. I mean, Karen, you have a child. Would you do that to your child and be like, well, you've been damaged goods for the last two years. So, but I'm still, I still love you. I'm not going to change your name just because Lonzo is now equated to garbage. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. What a just man. I'm surprised he doesn't have, maybe he has issues. I hope he has a therapist. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so uh, go, go, I, I'm going to play the full It's not that much longer, it's like more than 30 seconds But uh, please, this is Like I said, a chef's kiss here Okay, so right now it's the whole Reality TV where they're kind of just looking at each other And like heads down And after he calls Lonzo damage goods <laughs> It's very tension Tensions The brand is demolished right now The brand is not demolished okay. That's how you feel the brand is demolished That's everybody's feeling who? Who's everybody? The world. The, the world? That's, that's the consumers you talk to? Yeah. It's all messed up right now. Why is it messed up? Because one person did something bad? He was the main person. He wasn't the main person. He ran everything. Dang, he didn't run everything. That's Who what the one, who what the one signing autographs? Who the one taking the pictures? You set it all up. That means you're running everything as far yes. as what? Who's the big baller brand? All right, you got it. Ain't no Alan Foster gear. It's big baller. Here's the thing. If you have a goddamn tree and a bad apple falls off okay. the tree, you don't chop the goddamn tree down. He was more than an apple, though. He was a branch. Cut the branch. You don't cut the whole tree down. The tree did fall down, though. How did the tree fall down? Why are we restarting everything? How did the tree fall down? I created before Alan even got here. I said the three ball brothers for you guys. Okay. I don't care who helped me get this started, but I come in with the vision like, you know what? We're going to have our own right <laughs> That's why I didn't go everybody else's way. Uh, you got it. <laughs> this guy is such a me- I mean, he's triggering me. And they're like, well, oh. just because the apples rod don't cut the trees, like, well, he's more than the apple, he was a branch. He's like, then you cut the branches off, and he's like, well, the tree fell. And he's like, the tree <laughs> <fucked>. <laughs> he's the just tree telling fucked. you, like, the tree is fucked, dad. 
The tree yeah. is not even a stump. They've like the tree. <laughs> And he's it's just, not even a giving tree anymore. Yeah. Fucking, oh wait. And then, oh okay. God. So also listen. To, so this is the last little bit here. I ain't about me got it. You got it, man. This is, you know, first of all, don't don't say you got it, man, to me. You're the one got to make it grow. I made you guys superstars for a reason. But if I don't do the things that I'm doing, Zell, it's just another regular old play. <laughs> okay. So he's finished. A, insulting him from the top, then in the middle, giving some crazy analogy, and then ends it with like, well, now you got to go and make this good, because at the end of the day, I made you who you are, and you would just be pretty much nothing if it wasn't for me. So you got to go take this stump, take this stump, and make it a tree again, (laughs) because you would be... There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean. There's a lot. They need to do a second part of that show where you have therapists <laughs> covering the game. You know what I mean? Like an, announcing this fucking whole episode. God. I mean, wow. just this clip. It was a lot. Like, I, it's a lot there. And then, like, they have another clip of Austin Rivers, like, coming to, coming out of a club or some shit like supporting Lonzo by saying that he's not damaged goods. And I'm like, that's all you could find was an Austin rivers coming out of like CP kitchen or something, you know, like CPK. Yeah. He was coming out of a CPK and that's all you could find. Okay. So, I mean, poor, you know, this is kind of swaying me to feel that more bad. Is that a word? Is that, probable for Lonzo yeah Yeah, more bad not badder yeah and also I kind of think like I think LeVar Ball he has a very uh, like skewed perception of what he's done or doing I don't know I mean I kind of feel for LeVar because he's an interesting person and he's trying to like create his own empire he's like a Lucius Lion in a way yeah but illusions of grandeur for sure well, his 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 sons are good players. They are good players. His sons are. His sons are. Yeah. He ain't shit. Yeah. He ain't shit. That's a Joe Jackson situation, man. Like that's just like. I know. I just. I mean, I I just the whole like thing. It wasn't even like done like properly. Like it was done like this whole like. Okay, I'm gonna call you damaged goods, and then I'm gonna give you like a stupid analogy. And like Lonzo just wants to be like, I just want to hear, I just want to like hear what he has to say. And the business manager was like, he was all, uh, oop, like he's like that GIF. It was like, oh, oop, like he didn't even get to say anything. And he's like, I made the brand. It's like, all right. So no, that happened. That's a sweaty and petty, and I, I don't know. He's gonna be uh, yeah, the Pelicans now, so. Good luck. Good luck, uh, New Orleans. Well, maybe he'll fit perfectly. Maybe LeVar will fit perfectly in LeVar because there's, you know, they, they're like, you're at 100, we're at 1,000. Yeah. So. Oof. Oof, good. I mean. That was that. I, I just had to play that because I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. Um, I feel like I damaged some brain cells <laughs> listening to that. There's no win there. Oh. That's poor family. No. There's never any win there. So. 
The saga will continue. So it really has nothing to do with LA. It has nothing to do with the Lakers. This has to do with nope. LeVar Ball being LeVar Ball and insisting on things. Sure. He's just terco, you know. He's like, nope, this is going to be it. And it's it, and it. Um, Last thing we want to hit on, because I just found this too, and I know, Karen, you wanted to hold on to Summer as long as you possibly could, but Mary J. Blige, she went ahead and canceled Summer for you. If you go to Mary J. Blige's Instagram, you will see Miss Mary J. Blige in a leopard swimsuit with a fur coat on, looking just sumptuous and glowing and she's just every moment happening and the caption says goodbye hashtag hot girl summer period hello hashtag bad bitch fall and I'm gonna I'm down with her I'm I'm down with this this photo you guys gotta go (laughs) and check out this photo oh my god she is (laughs) I mean the official the real Mary J Blige don't uh, some white girl took her screen name, but the oh. real Mary J. Blige yes. is her official. She looks, I mean, if anyone was going to tell you was going to cancel Summer, it was going to be her in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped the world. She stopped the seasons. She's like, I'm stopping this season right now because it's bad right bitch fall. She's gorgeous. Yeah. I, I might repost on our Instagram, but I already put Lizzo up there, and she's wearing leopard skin uh, swimsuit too. So I was like, maybe I need to chop it up a little bit. But go yeah, yeah, and yeah. go in. Let's get social. Do you have anything in Let's Get Social? I know we're coming towards the end. No, no, I don't. We've just been so immersed with WNBA lately. Yeah, I mean it's fabulous. We'll talk about fantasy next week again. I think so. I have some. I, I need to get. I'm in. Well, you know, I'm still in WNBA season. Like, I don't. Yeah. I want to. I want to be in playoff mode. I don't want to start thinking preseason. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm with you. I get it. I get it. Um. So I just want. I just wanted to give one quick timeout. I don't know. Do you have a timeout today? I might after yours. Okay. Well, I have a quick timeout. I want to give a timeout to the WNBA refs. Because I don't think they're doing a good job at all. And there needs to be an entire investigation and training session and something going on there because they are inconsistent. Uh, They are um, just like we had the thing with the technical foul where that one player, the, the ref bumped into the player. Oh, yeah. There's so many inconsistencies and there's so many times where it's just like, are we like even watching the same game? And, you know, if a lot of times you do that because you want your team to win, but there's some been some violations and really like that game where they could have, you know, gone into overtime with the Aces and the Mystics. So I really think that the refs at the WNBA, they need to take a straight up fucking time out and look at their training and look at the game that they're playing and invest in where they're at and be present as opposed to fucking thinking this is their stepping stool to the NBA. Um, and, and hopefully they can get this settled because I feel like the NBA WNBA is definitely the future of, you know, what we're looking at and they need to get that shit fixed now because it's, it's just, it's so disrespectful. So that was my timeout. Would you have a timeout? I have a timeout for that fan 
that oh. came out to sisters on the L.A. Sparks game. Ooh. And he, supposedly he was doing push-ups on the sideline. And like, <laughs> who are you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are that you have the authority to run across a court post-game and come at two valuable yeah. women and think you have some right to touch them or talk to them? No. Would you do that to Shaq? If, if this was like a Lakers game back in the mm-hmm. day, just run up and rush up to him? No, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. What makes you think? I mean, and that, see, that kind of thinking is where it's problematic societally. Right. But I'm glad he got bum-rushed by the secu- the one security person that was there. That I day. know, but like to your point, why was he do- how was he allowed to do push-ups on the side of the court? Uh, yeah, see, again, people not doing their job. Like there was, and there were so many people. And so like, I saw a few people put it out in social media. Like, what is this guy doing before? Like the whole incident went down. And you're just like, how is that? We said, okay, so we sat down when we walked down to our seats and yeah. we sat and I'm like, yeah. oh, we have one, two, three. Like the man, the usher that was there, he was like, he almost accused us of being in wrong seats. Did you oh, notice that? Exactly. Yeah. He's like, can I see your ticket? And I'm like, sure. But. I already found sure. my seat, so what the fuck you need my ticket we, for? We, yeah, and we already talked to the usher up there. Exactly. So you did notice that, so, right? How he was all but you like, know the, you know that lady with her daughter that was standing. Oh in front God, of us? he didn't see Those her ticket. Those are not her seats, and she was on her phone the entire time, trying to standing like up, videotape. It was so, but he didn't say a shit word to her and she was standing with her fucking phone and the women that were sitting behind them was like excuse me can you sit down like there was no presence in her mind that she needed to give a fuck about anybody else around her because she wanted to have make sure her daughter got a fucking photo with sparky the mascot and then and no one questioned her when she came in no one looked at her tickets but like we sit down and he's like i need to see your tickets and i'm like i already found my seat so why are you gonna need my tickets for you can yeah. fucking move away. Thank you. I, I'm I'm fine. So I paid for these. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. And then then you have some guy who's doing pushups on the side. <laughs> the fucking uh, I don't know what the hell is going on with that shit. But I I bet you one thousand percent nothing like that was going to happen if it was a regular or playoff, especially a playoff game for the NBA. Yeah. No. For sure. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm-mm. So, the fuck? It was annoying. It was totally annoying. annoying. And it's, it's funny because I think Chanae remarked about the incident that she said, I saw, well, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the direct quote, but she was saying that she actually saw the guy in the corner of her eye. And when she yes, realized, when they were <laughs> yeah, her and, and Neka were hugging. And when the, she realized that that was, that the guy was coming for, you know, towards them, she was like, oh, I was like, I better get in the way because I'm, I'm expendable. You know, I'll take one for the team because there's more, there's members more valuable than me on the team. And she was talking, I know, and she was talking about how Neko is more valuable and she's like the middle child. So she's got to, she's got to protect anyway or some shit. And I'm like, what? It was pretty great. It was pretty great. They have a sense of humor about it, but yeah. 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 That's like, really scary that's a good time out yeah that's a good time out there's a lot of shit that needs to like be done i don't know what to tell you i don't know it's i mean 
if summer's over, then other shit got to be canceled too. Unsubscribe. I'm done. <sighs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that Mary J. Blige, she was, she canceled it in, in style. Yeah. I, I'm okay with hot bitch fall and bottom. I'm all about that. Bottom. Oh, God. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, we're coming at time. So, y'all, thank you for joining us if you did live. And we really appreciate you. Uh, again, if you missed the showcase, you are fucked because that was awesome. Uh, we are The Hoops Talk. You can find us at The Hoops Talking on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, this episode will be available on replay on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and in Google Play or wherever you podcast. Because I know that I listen to some of my podcasts on this app called Overcast FM. So if you have an app, you could we RSS it. We're looking into Pandora. I know that was something yes, on yes. Karen's list that she probably hasn't done, but that's okay because she's going to do it. <laughs> and um, always like DM us, comment, um, get into our uh, social media. That's like I said, at the hoops talking. And that's going to be a wrap for this episode. And uh, yeah, Karen, it was good to see you. I'm glad you were here last week. Can't wait for you to come back yes. next month next month you gotta take a look at that because it's gonna happen it's gonna happen well summer's canceled fall is here but as always you gotta make sure that you're keeping it how you want to keep it karen want to keep it well sweaty and and petty. Bye-bye.